Hi guys, we're getting ready to start the radio show with an expert in self-acceptance, self-love, and self-forgiveness. Something we can all be benef find benefit in. And, you know, hopefully to get an idea of how to improve our perception, which reflects our environment, obviously. You know, a good attitude is not only contagious, but it's instrumental in making a nice impact on this world. So it would be great if we can all learn this talent that's available to everyone. And hopefully we can make the world a happier place. And it starts with me. It starts with us. Each one of us individually can make a difference. And Bobby wants to say hello. Yes, Bobby wants to say hello. And Bobby is trying to fix the audio. So we are good. Thank you for joining us. Will be an interesting show. Stay with us. Yes, he has a lot to say. So, anyhow, it's a beautiful day. Yesterday, it was uh, gloomy, and it looked like it was going to rain. But then, it's very surprising here in Miami. It can change from one moment to the next, literally in 30 minutes. And um, you just have to go out while it's sunny, and hopefully you don't, hopefully you don't get rained on. You can go out if it's if it rains too. Yeah, it's fine. Well, we've gone out where it's sunny, and all of a sudden it rains on us. It's even rained while it's sunny, so it can be tricky too. You gotta watch out. Watch out. If it rains, dance in the rain. We did that too. Yeah. Oh, you did. We did. You're right. Several times. Well, my AirPods were singing, or playing singing in the shower, <laughs> so it was perfect. <laughs> it was really good. I met her on a Monday evening She was standing outside of the parking ride And I said, hey ma, where you been? Been looking for a woman like you for all my life And she said, all I talk to me Before I have to leave in one day We could be maybe more than two lost souls just passing by Knew I was falling when I looked inside your eyes She said, I know you are, but what am I? Tell me, have you seen a sunset turn into a sunrise? Kiss right through the night, cause we should try that sometime Hold you till the morning, but if I said I'm falling, would you just reply? Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my amazing partner, Boris. Every time I'm wondering whether you're going to say amazing or just Boris, but thank you, I guess I've been good. Well, thank God. Okay. <laughs> our show is available live on your radio, also live through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, and our website, God is the Cure, because He is. 
that. That's .com, by the way. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available in 35 radios through 11 states, and on Sirius XM channel 131, the family's channel. Also, live on social media, and after the show, any podcast player. And I wanted to thank our social media followers since we reach an average of a million people monthly in Facebook alone. So thank you, and thank God. This show deals with the issues of life, suffering, and the tenacity of the human spirit. We provide testimonials to let people know that they're not alone, and the testimony started with me. We also have experts and inspirational speakers. Since education is necessary, awareness is crucial, and comfort is needed. God was my only cure since everything else failed and we hope to be a source of healing and information for each other. Life can be challenging, but know this, there's always hope, because God is our Father. He's omnipotent, and He loves us. The song we played earlier was, What Am I? by Why Don't We? That's a lot of questions there. <laughs> So, asking for the help of the Holy Spirit, this is the little message I got from it. Only God can truly judge us. Our gift is being compassionate and understanding, pointing fingers at others without knowing three point back. Ignorance keeps expanding. Acknowledging that we all have faults reduces conflict, thus promoting peace. Accepting that God is in control, working out the rest should our faith increase. Lost souls and helpless without God, we can only be satisfied with open eyes. Truly happy when the Holy Spirit resides, we are made whole, complete and wise. If we're struggling, God carries us with loving comfort because we try. He makes a, be he makes a way for better outcomes like he did for us when he chose to die. So if you're falling, so could I. If you're wrong, I should be too. As an outcast, my, replace, my reply is, what am I? Just the same, our God loves you. Today, we will talk about self-acceptance, self-forgiveness, and self-love with our special guest, Marla Goldberg. Marla Goldberg is a life coach, author, speaker, teacher, and host of Guided Spirit Conversations podcast. Her mission and purpose in life is to inspire, motivate, and educate her clients and all that she connects with through her books and podcasts through the use of her tools and techniques to help them enhance or shift their life circumstances. Marla. Welcome to The Cure. Super excited to have you. Thank you, Amy. I'm so happy to be here. I, I love the message. I love the song that you started with. It was just so poignant. Thank you. I love having you with us. <laughs> so, uh, Marla, let's just start out with a little bit about yourself, uh, how you became to be the wonderful you. What was growing up like? What was childhood like? 
Oh, well, like many, and it's not an unusual thing. My childhood was filled with um, a lot of dysfunction. I had parents that were more concerned with what was going on with them than taking care of their children to an extent. I mean, they, they provided the basics, but in terms of, you know, guidance, direction, support, it was all lacking. There was a lot of abandonment and ne neglect that went on, though they were educated professionals. And I, we beca I became very resourceful, very young. Um, if I needed to get somewhere, I got myself there. So as an example, I was in grammar school and I was ill and I had to walk to the doctor's office, even though wow. I had a fever, be because my mother was not going to take off of work to take me. So if I needed to go, I got myself there. Same thing with eye doctors. And, and, and so it was, um, I felt I got very strong quickly very resourceful, but yet when I needed protection, it wasn't there. When I needed my parents or my mother to step in um, to protect me from whatever might be going on, like I was bullied when I was a child, and instead of my mother telling the, the bullies to go away and calling their parents and protecting me, she made a comment to me about a red jumper that I was wearing. So the guidance and, and comfort, the guidance and comfort was lacking. Big, yeah, it was definitely lacking. And, you know, and, and you learn to form making your decisions based on how you're raised, based on the information you're given. And when the information is given, you're by, you have to learn by observation or by the, the sharing. Like, I was very fortunate that a number of my girlfriend's parents would instill information to me that I don't know if they did it on purpose or if it was just an intuitive, guided sharing, but I learned a lot from the parents just by hanging out and sharing, you know, receiving what they were giving me. Well, you know, God so, has a, a funny way to making up where you fall short, and I'm sure that you were helped from above the, the whole time. And it's a good thing that you learned good things from your environment and not bad things, which sometimes happens when, uh, you know, proper teaching is lacking at home or proper guidance. Uh, so you were guided in the right direction, and that's, and that's a blessing in itself. And so basically, you did have residual effects based upon your upbringing. And the way that you got by is through your friends, and you had that support group outside of the home. And how did it progress from there? Um, you know, if your parents didn't care about you when you were little, what happened as you were growing up? Again, you know, I just lived my life. The fortunate thing for me is, for me, my status baby, and my mother brought in a caretaker when I was four so she could go and work full time. And this caretaker, um, she was like a second mother to me. Actually, she was like a first mother, and my mother was actually like a second mother because this woman fought for me. She supported me. She listened to me. She guided me. And Emmeline was her name, and Emmeline was my savior. You know, at the time, I didn't realize it. I mean, I know that I wanted to call her mom or mommy 
because I was young, and she freaked out and said, don't do that because she was African-American. And back in the day when I was young, that was a scary proposition for a white child to be calling the black caretaker mommy. Oh, now um, it's not a big deal. I didn't understand at the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now it's more acceptable if you yes. did that because everybody's mixed. But where I was raised, it was, it was pretty homogenized. Oh, I see. So, <laughs> I just don't remember those times. But I, I grew up in the Dominican Republic, and we didn't really see any difference. We didn't see color. But go ahead. But Emmeline was very, very, uh, you know, I was very fortunate for her being in my life. She was my guiding light. And then at a certain point, um, you know, I just, to make money, to pay for things I wanted, I, I started working at 14. Um, and moving forward, I was I was engaged at 20, my high school sweetheart, that didn't happen. And that sort of was like this catalyst to bad decisions. I mean, for whatever reason, after the breakup, I just was not equipped for dealing with it, and I just kept making decision after decision that didn't serve me well. And that went through most of my adult life, including marrying my first husband, who I dated quick, briefly when I was 18. And we got back together 20 years later, got so, married, I adopted his so children. So there was a time that you hit rock bottom and you realized there was a time to make a change. And we'll speak about that when we return. Yes, and we'll continue talking about self-love with Marla Be right back with Amy Cabo and the Cure. Amy Cabo and the Cure. This show deals with suffering, the tenacity of the human spirit, and the courage to keep moving forward with the help of God. I want people to know that there's hope. I was forced into my abortion because I didn't think I had a choice. I want people to know there's choices. Well, Amy, my heart is breaking. I just want you to know that I love you and I thank God for you. Amy Cabo and The Cure. Every Saturday at 1 Eastern on The Truth Network. This week, Chuck Swindoll urges us to radically alter our perspective. When will we ever learn in this narcissistic era in this self-centered world that it is not about us. It is all about Him. His plan, His message, is all about Him. Study the life and ministry of Jesus. Weekdays on Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. We live in an on-demand world. Time, weather, meals, and content. That's why the Truth Network has the Truth Podcast Network. Some of your favorite Truth Network programs, plus some that are podcast only. Rich content that is rich in the Word. If Not For God podcast with Mike Swick, God Takes Men from rock bottom to the kingdom of God and turns hopelessness to hope. Stories to encourage you what might have been if not for God. If Not For God podcast with Mike Swick at truthnetwork.com. 
Walking with Jesus in our day often means you're unpopular, a target of harassment, ridiculed, or maybe even persecuted. So how do you stand firm in your faith? Next on Living on the Edge with Chip Ingram, our guest teacher John Dickerson shares how we can not only endure these attacks, but find our deeper purpose to save those who are lost. Don't miss Living on the Edge with Chip Ingram. Cabo and the Welcome back. This is Amy Cabo. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, thank you for tuning in. And if you'd like to hear our podcast, just look for God is the Cure wherever podcasts are and subscribe. With Amy Cabo. Or whatever. Or you'll end up with a <laughs> rock band. Only if it's the Cure. <laughs> the song that just played was Savage Love by Jason Derulo. And Josh, 685. Okay, I think I said it right. It might be Josh. (laughs) I don't know I'm going to ask. This is the sense that I make out of it. Don't get me wrong, I get help. So here we go. St. Teresa called it crazy love. All God allows as his providence. Knowledge divine from above. The greater good, our confidence. Savage love can be misunderstood, guarded from a broken heart. Faith in God will see us through. God gives a role. We play the part. Grateful that God has our back, with our best interest in mind. Good enough to answer prayers or do one better, Christ is kind. When hopeless at face value, know God is big on believing in Him, ourselves, and others. God is hope, but doubt deceiving. God says you can use me, I am here. A good choice to answer my call. No regrets, will not let you down. I'm the one who catches your fall. We're talking about self-forgiveness and special, with our special guest, Marla Goldberg. Hello. Marla, so, I mean, I've been there. We've all been there where we just have a series of poor decisions. <laughs> and some people call that growing up. Uh, but for some of us, it's, it's a, a result of not knowing any better or just being misled. Uh, but we do get to a point where we hit rock bottom. And at, at what point did you find the need to learn self-forgiveness and 
how does it begin and how is it necessary for the soul? So my, my journey started in the middle of my marriage, my first marriage, and I was in, I was like a deer in headlights. He was an abusive alcoholic. You know, he was a great guy when I met him 20 years before, and now he had all this water under his bridge, so to speak. And, you know, I didn't know, I, I didn't know what I was stepping into. I thought I could handle this. I've started two businesses. I've been successful. I can, I can do this. And it was it was bigger than me. It, the whole situation was just bigger than I was. And no matter how I tried, it it um, it was challenging. And so I hit rock bottom. I was depressed. I mean, there was one point that I thought I was actually having a heart attack, and he wouldn't get up. And I ended up taking myself to the hospital. Wow. And then he he called me. Um, like hours later, he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I tried getting you up. And then he came with, the, he took a taxi because he couldn't drive. He took a taxi to the hospital with the, the children. They stayed for 15 minutes and left. Wow. And that was like the, the thing that said, I can't do this. This isn't, this, I can't do this. I just didn't know what to do. And then right afterwards, I saw that there was a women's conference in a nearby suburb of, a, of where I lived. And there was a woman talking. I went to all the speakers and what the topics were. And there was a woman who was talking about how to heal yourself. And I thought to myself, actually a little voice went in my ear saying, try it, try it. You have nothing to lose. And because obviously talk therapy wasn't helping. And I was in talk therapy. I started a month after our marriage. It's now seven years in. And, I, you know, I just didn't know what to do. So I went to the lecture. And everything the woman said, you, you know, in a lecture, they start talking with questions first. How many out there have had this? How many out there feel this way? And my arm just kept going up, and I <laughs> kept going on, you know, to, to, I started resonating with her. I didn't quite understand what she was referring to, but the, the voice in my head kept saying, nothing else is working. So she had a one-day informational. I went to that. I went to the, her four-day basic. And though I had my first psychic experience, known psychic experience at that mo you know, during the first morning, I still had a, a little bit of a hard time wrapping around what, what she was talking about, which was metaphys metaphysics, spirituality, and how they work together, and exercises to get them done. I just sort of shorten this up. I joined the, the school. I went for three years and graduated. Um, you know, I graduated at without going for certification and thought this is great because the philosophy of the teacher is you have to clean your own closets before you can help anyone else meaning I had to work on my wounds my stuff before I could work on clients and help them with theirs because if if my stuff was still there and the wounds were fresh where am I leading people from it's not from a neutral place and so it it was at that school that I started learning about forgiveness, forgiving others, but even more importantly, forgiving myself for all those bad decisions that didn't serve me. Sometimes and, it's easier to forgive others than to forgive yourself, but what you call a psychic experience is what I refer as to intuition, and I believe a lot of us have intuition, and we intuitively know that we can forgive ourselves because God forgives us. 
and um, but I, it, it's that's the hardest part for a lot of us, especially when we tend to be hard on ourselves. If we've made poor decisions, we tend to blame ourselves, and we just have to realize that we are human, and God can make us perfect in our weakness. So once we learn how forgiving God is, we learn that to be like Him, we need to forgive ourselves. That's my take. That's how I learned to forgive myself. But it's I true agree. that it's true that if you are at peace with yourself, then you're at peace with your environment. How you how you feel about yourself reflects on how you treat those around you, and how you view things and your perception of things. And if you're at peace with yourself, then you look at the positive aspect of every situation because there is one, regardless of how gloomy it may look. There's always something positive about everything. You just have to look for it, and you will find it. That's so true. I agree. But you also learned that it's important to be kind and to give back. Yeah. Um, and that really, a nice attitude can really reflect in the environment. And what does that do to your self-worth and image? Should you be kind and give back to others? I think that there's, you can never be too kind or too grateful. You just can't. I've, kindness is, it's free. And, and it's nothing to smile at someone, to help someone open the door if they're struggling because their hands are full. And it's, it's putting somebody else's needs before yours to a point. Um, meaning, I'll use the door opening. You know, somebody needs to get in to unload their hands. Gratitude is something I want to explore, something that we need in this world today, which we'll discuss when we return. So we'll talk about gratitude with Marla Goldberg. Call us if you have an opinion, 1-866-34-TRUTH, 1-866-34-TRUTH. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Baby, I ain't got no money All I got is time, man I'm gonna spend that time on you But when they pay me And I can buy the sunshine Take you away We'll drink champagne while hold up in a room Darling, I've been working all week I've got so much on my plate Always saying, pour me Although my boss is an a-hole That's when you call me Said you've been making a plan to hit the road with me I'll pick you up after and We'll hit the coast on the lane Make love till daylight I love it when you play with my hair You know it feels so nice and I'll do what you like Make it in the moonlight We don't care if we are broke when love is all we own I'm singing Baby no money, all I got is time, and I'm gonna spend that time on you. And now we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. Welcome back with Amy Cabo and Boris. Thank you for being with us. Yes, thank you. And remember, we are live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio. Well, if we're not on your radio, call them to add us. 
on our app, The Cure, or website, GodIsTheCure.com. Also, our shows are available as a video podcast. Just look for God is the Cure with Amy Cabo. That song that just played was Summer on You by Pretty Much. And here's the message I get. God is not money, but inner peace. And everything, when timing is right, nothing he can't handle or forgive, any world experienced with sight. Give God what's heavy to carry on. Commit to him, surprising what he will do. Love becomes the forefront above all. Never a time he will not see us through. Fixing broken lives and those lost, bearing our burdens new all around. Loving God and following Christ is the cost. His comfort feels nice once we are found. Daylight and darkness with a great plan. God is the sunshine like summer on you. Answer his call and take the the tough road. Healing will come for those in his crew. We're speaking with special guest Marla Goldberg about self-love. Actually, everything when the timing is right, probably everybody can have intuition if they're in the right place at the right time. So, Marla, right before we went into break, you mentioned something very important because it's gratitude. And once I saw a picture, it says that a grateful heart is a happy heart. <laughs> um, and, and to be grateful is, is, is a wonderful thing. It's, it's a wonderful blessing. I, I feel that, that we're missing that in today's world, that we only focus on the negative. We look at the glass half empty. Uh, there could be, let's say, in a marriage, there could be so many wonderful things about your husband, but that one thing that upsets you, that's all you can focus on. Um, so we we forget all the good things that we can be grateful for. <laughs> and we're so, you know, uh, controlled by the things that we shouldn't be grateful for or we don't want to be grateful for. Um, so grateful, it's something that can help us get by in any given situation. It promotes peace. Um, when we're miserable, that only divides. So can you tell me a little bit about how you learn to be grateful and how you see its benefits? So I have a prayer practice every morning as I walk my dog, and I do it out loud because for me, you know, yes, you can pray in silence, but for me, I truly believe that the vibration of the voice gets it there maybe faster, louder. I'm not quite sure. Um, it's just my, in my mind. So, it, you know, if somebody doesn't believe that, that's okay. But during this practice, I started bringing in the, the things that I'm grateful for in my life. And the more gratitude I had for the, the people, the experiences that I had, the more joyful my life became. And... Uh, That's the first thing I start with with my prayers is the gratitude, what I'm grateful for. And I even include I'm grateful for the perceived negative experiences I've had because those experiences are the stepping stones to growth. And in every situation, though sometimes it's a real challenge to do this, but I try very hard to find an opportunity 
gift or lesson in every experience that I have because that helps me to understand me and and the situation. There's always pearls. You just have to look for them. And so the gratitude piece is just, it's powerful. It will, the more you, the more gratitude you put out, the more you'll receive back because it's the energy exchange. What you put out is what you get back. So I'm going to give an example quickly. But for people who say, I'm broke, I'm broke, I have no money. Well, you're going to stay broke because that's what you're putting into the energies. If you say, I'm strapped right now, you're putting that right now, that sort of stops it from from coming back full full load. So when you're having challenges, instead of saying, I'm broke, I'm fat, all this is temporary. It can be temporary. And again, the more you put out in gratitude, in gratitude, which is thankfulness, you're thanking God for what you receive, you do receive more. And that includes joy. And it doesn't have to be material things, but you'll find your life shifting, bringing in people that resonate at the higher frequency. So basically what you you're saying, basically what you're saying, instead of complaining, think of solutions. Focus on the on the solution instead of the complaint. And one thing I've learned to do is at the end of the day, I thank God for, you know, being healthy and being alive. And, and I think about the things that went well throughout the day. And then I think about the ways that I fell short, the, day, the ways that I was either disappointed myself or disappointed others. And I think of better ways I could have done those things. Or maybe what lesson could have been learned from that situation. Because, you know, nothing happens without God allowing it. And if it's his will, it's perfect. It was supposed to happen. So there's something to be learned or something that 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 will good will come out of it, at least if, if God is in the center of your life, that is. Now, did, did you ever have to deal with guilt? A lot of people struggle with that. Every, I, I mean, everybody has guilt yeah, about yeah, something, yeah. whether it's, you know, perceived, something is perceived in a way that you've done, said, you know, you feel guilty. If you lose your temper at somebody, you know, at the end, you're exhausted and, and you feel guilty for hurting someone's feelings. And for me, um, that's where self-forgiveness comes in. Again, we talk about self-forgiveness because we all are going to say or do things that are not intended to hurt people. Maybe they are intended. But I want to be, I want to forgive myself for doing it because it's a human foible. You know, it's a weakness. Sometimes we just cave into whatever emotion it is that has us communicating in a way that otherwise we wouldn't want to communicate that might be hurtful to somebody else or to yourself. Well, there's a fine line as well, you know, nothing to an extreme. We don't want to be so forgiving of ourselves that we don't mind repeating the bad behavior. <laughs> there's there's that too. <laughs> Hopefully we learn during the forgiveness, you, we learn we, the bad behavior and we don't do it again. Well, the idea is that we live and learn, right? We're still on that? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, even, you know, even when we shed our body, we still continue to learn. Our soul continues to learn. Exactly. We're, we're always in a learning curve. Hopefully good things. Oh, I know everything. I'm not learning anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just me. Okay. <laughs> okay. So modest. <laughs> so, 
Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, well, we know. <laughs> uh, but you, then what is it to truly love ourselves? What does that mean to you? Well, it's, well, it comes into self-acceptance because you have to be able to accept who you are, what you are, as I like to say, warts, wrinkles, and all. Look, we're not a Vogue cover model that's been photoshopped and we're who we are. And we're going to look in the mirror and we're going to see things that we judge ourselves on. But let's love ourselves on it. That's what, that's part of self-acceptance, which goes into self-love because self-love is about respecting yourself, honoring yourself, treating yourself well. And when I say well, it doesn't mean go shopping till you max out the credit cards. I'm talking about having boundaries that keep you healthy, that keep you safe, that help you keep those um, situations that you used to bring into your life. What's you know, that? On what's the outside that? Of the boundary. What's that psalm in the Bible that God made us perfectly strong and perfectly fierce, or whatever it was that we were perfectly made according to God's will? He knew exactly what he was doing, right? So. I'm content. I've learned to be content. I wasn't always. You know, we all live and learn. <laughs> we live and learn, and by living and learning, we grow. And if we didn't have these, what I call them perceived negative situations that come into our life, we wouldn't be growing. We'd be stuck in our situation. So if you look at, and I say perceived because what I think is God-awful, you might say, oh, that's not bad. But what you might feel is God-awful, I might say, Oh, that's a cake, piece of cake for me. Because we look at this, our perceptions of what we do, how we look at things. Well, you and know, it's so, not always self-perception. Sometimes it's the perception of others. So we'll talk, well, some, we'll yes. talk some more when we return. And we'll continue talking with Marla Goldberg about self-love or self-help. Call us if you have a question, one 866 34 one We'll be right back with Amy Cabell and The Cure. I am not a stranger to the dark. Hide away, they say, because we don't want your broken parts. I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars. Run away, they say, no one will love you as you are. But I won't let them break me down to dust. I know that there's a place for us. For we are glorious. When the sharpest words wanna cut me down, I'm gonna send the blood, gonna drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be. This is me. Look out. Cause here I come And I'm marching on to the beat I drum I'm not scared to be seen I make no apologies This is me
we will continue with Amy Cabo and The Cure. I do love music. Yes, she does. I can <laughs> confirm. Hi again, and thanks for tuning in, guys. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, our app, The Cure, and on social media. Just look for God is the Cure. Yeah, we're also known as the dancing show. <laughs> the guest and the host, sorry. And <laughs> dances, but that's cool. Anyway, later will be a podcast, and there are previous podcasts. Just look for The Cure with Amy Cabo. Amy spelled with an I and a double E if you were wondering. And I'm trying to hold back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. okay. Well, okay. The, yeah, okay. I know you are. Thank you. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> the song that just played was This Is Me from Kiala Settle. And guys, this is me and us. To God we belong. In rough waters we cannot be drowned. We may be challenged and beaten up, but never give up and stand our ground. Having what's needed and perfectly made, meant to be strong, resilient, and brave. Bullets bounce off when God is our shield. Glory to Christ and bless those he will save. Give others reason to smile and believe in the greatness of God and the joy that we feel by sharing the love his salvation will bring and the graces that show a peace that is real. A place reserved for us all that survived. Glorious are those called to God's side where pain and sacrifice was never in vain, replaced by blessings God will provide. We are continuing our conversation with our special guest, Marla Goldberg talking about living a good life with self-acceptance and love, forgiveness above all. Marla, before we went into yes. break, we were talking about self-perception, which we do a pretty good job on our own, beating up on ourselves. But, you know, the environment and the things that people tell us, if it's negative, sometimes... You know, tell me who you hang around with, and I'll tell you who you are. We have to be careful who we socialize with, and even even therapeutic in a therapeutic environment, it can be a double sword. They can make you believe that you're more broken or more hurt, hurt than you really are, or that you really choose to be. So, you know, sometimes our environment could be detrimental, and for that, we can ask God to give us guidance and put the right people in our life, because that I learned the hard way, trust me. So <laughs> I learned to stay away from bad influences, um, but that, you know, it's something that you live and learn, and we see a lot of that in today's world. We need more positive people more hopeful people, more good people, like you, Marla. <laughs> oh, thank you. We also need more kind people. <laughs> well, you know, kindness is, is so great. Have you ever noticed that it's very rare that if you smile at someone warmly with all your heart, do they not smile back? Does it not make them happy? That's what broke my heart about the masks. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, the masks the masks keep it a little hard for you to see the expressions. Yeah, the squinty but eyes is not the right. same. It's, it's true. I mean, you, 
somebody will look you in the eye. I like to look people in the eye as I walk, whether it's through a store or whatever, and I'll nod, I'll say hello, because that nod, that acknowledgement that they are here and now can be so powerful. They might be having a very challenging day, but the fact that someone has smiled at them or nodded hello or even said hello, have a great day, will make someone the difference in somebody's day or life. But, because you've acknowledged them. And choosing to do the right thing and being kind in the midst of adversity, especially, or even conflict, doesn't that make us feel good? Isn't it great to set a good example? Are we ever proud of ourselves when we lose it or we act like most people do? <laughs> That's never the case. So, you know, if we want to do what's good for us, we're going to be kind to others because it reflects back. It bounces right back. Like you said, what you put out is what comes in return, whether you notice yeah. it at the moment or not. And so could you share some tips or tools or techniques to achieve a better life for our listeners since we have just a few minutes left? Okay. So quickly, one of my favorite, I call it release by exertion. Because many of us are repressors. I used to be a queen repressor. And the problem with repressing, it's like what happens in a carbonated, with a carbonated beverage, you can only get so much in, then you put the top down and it eventually explodes and regurgitates all over. And so getting those emotions up and out is so important because those emotions, that's what brings disease in. Not, it's not the only thing. But it's a big thing by just repressing and not getting, you know, not dealing with anything, not processing. And so, I mean, you can do it by boxing. You can do it playing tennis by visualizing um, the person, the situation or the person and, and just get it out. Um, my favorite is to get a kid's, kid's uh, toy bat or a Nerf bat and go to a mattress or a soft surface like a sofa. And I ask that you be careful if you, when you're winding up because you need to make sure no ceiling fans are around or a lamp. But by, by swinging within 15 seconds, you are going to feel your emotions come up. Allow them to come up. Allow them cry, scream, do what you need to do um, without alarming people. And that you see this pillow next to me I designed to help not alarm people when you're processing. And it's just, it's cathartic, and you feel lighter. You feel like, oh, this is amazing. Once you get these repressed emotions and energies and out of your system, that would be number one. A lot of us don't know that. A lot of us don't know that. We may think it's inappropriate to release emotions, especially if it's too emotional, and we don't want to be an emo, and we want to be strong, and all that good stuff. But you're saying it's important to to let go of those motions, to release them, um, and not let it bottle up inside because it can come up in worse ways. Exactly, exactly. And that was, but it's very important that people don't, you know, repress it, that they do deal with their emotions, that however they feel fit, but exertion will do it. That's why I think runners get that endorphin because while they're running, you know, they process out what's going on. So, so in one, in one minute, let me squeeze out the last question. How do we deal with dissatisfaction okay. with our looks? I, I read that 27% of us are not very, are very satisfied with our appearance. 
It's not a lot of us. <laughs> I'm satisfied. It's, it's true. It's are you very satisfied? <laughs> no, I'm middle satisfied. Okay, there you are. That's why I mentioned before. We look in the mirror and we go to the things we don't like about ourselves or that people have judged us on and, and told us about it or criticized us on. And the reality of it is you are who you are. You have what you have. You know, you're, you're blessed with this amazing body that, that works for you on so many levels. Well, right. the way I see it, stuff. the way I see it, we don't have a choice. We, we no, are who we are. Finished. We got what we got. So let's make the best out of it, right? <laughs> well, we're done with the show, guys. <laughs> it, this is the end. That's true. Sorry. But, um, you know, thank you so much, Marla. It's been wonderful having you, you with us on the show today. Thank you, Boris. I appreciate you both. Thank you. Thank you. More information on Marla Goldberg and her work can be found on our website, GodIsTheCure.com, under Radio Show and Guests. And guys, let's finish with our prayer. Here's a prayer for self-love. How appropriate. <laughs> Today, creator of the universe, we ask that you help us to accept ourselves. Help us to accept our mind the way it is, with all our emotions, our hopes and dreams, our personality, our unique way of being. Help us to accept our body just the way it is, with all its beauty and perfection. Let the love we have for ourselves be so strong that we never again reject or sabotage our happiness freedom and love from now on let every action every reaction every thought every emotion be based on love help us creator to increase our self-love until the entire dream of our life is transformed from fear and drama to love and joy let the power of our self-love be strong enough to break all the lies we were programmed to believe all the lies that tell us we're not good enough or strong enough or intelligent enough that we cannot make it. Let the power of our self-love be so strong that we no longer need to live our life according to other people's opinions. Let us trust ourselves completely to make the choices we must make. With our self-love, we are no longer afraid to face responsibility in our life or face any problems and resolve them as they arise. Whatever we want to accomplish, let it be done with the power of our self-love. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you to the wonderful people that work with us for having us on the air. And please check out Robbie Dilmer's show, Kingdom Pursuit, every day at 11 a.m. Eastern or as a podcast. Grace is a humor-friendly guy, pretty personable, interesting topics, and awesome guests. This is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. And also, please check our podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, our app, The Cure, our website, GodIsTheCure.com. Thank you to our listeners. Until next week, be kind, give it your best, stay safe, be true to yourself and others, but most importantly, Keep the faith. Next week, we're going to have, I guess, Rita Shul. We'll talk about Thanks suicide loss. The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcast of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.